so hi one of the noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with lucas garcia from down again uh we're asking him some questions today i'm gonna start uh so what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean oh that's a good question uh creation of the band down again uh we're just a group of friends we actually used to be a different band uh, we were the three of us were in a band together um called forever for a second and we were best friends and in a band and that band was like alternative rock, um, a lot like, you know, Mayday Parade or All Time Low. And as we got older, we just basically, we stopped, not stopped liking that kind of music, but we definitely weren't writing that kind of music mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And even the songs that we were playing as that group, they just didn't mean anything to us. You know, we wrote those songs in high school and I was like, honestly, I'm not trying to sing these same same high school songs, you know, almost in my thirties. So yeah, we, like uh, 182. Exactly. So, <laughs> um we started recording you know a new or we started writing a new album and we said hey let's let's go to record it and then lenny um you know our lead our lead guy was like you know man the old name the old band just doesn't fit what we're doing and we're like you know what let's just start a new band you know might as well we got new music that's you know completely different than what we did before um we don't even like our old music so it was like (laughs) it just seemed right to start to start over Mm -hmm. and we were sitting there scratching our heads like what do we do with the name because there's so many uh bands out there so there's a lot of a lot of taken names and then one day we're all just thinking about it shooting stuff back and forth and lenny texted in the group chat what about down again i don't know where he came up with that uh somehow somehow he came up with it and we're, as soon as me and our bass player Alex heard that, we're like, "That's the one." No more ideas on the table. Like, just don't even suggest anything else. <laughs> this is what we're going with. Okay. Solid. All right. It was love at first sight for that name. Oh yeah. Let me text Lenny real quick. He's like, "Did it work? Did it work? Did you get in the meeting?" So I gotta <laughs> let him know I'm in. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Should I? Should, okay, are you okay but... if I ask a question while you're talking? <laughs> yeah. Anything you want. Sorry, I'm done texting okay. you. Cool, cool. Uh, so congratulations on your upcoming EP, uh, Live Acoustic Sessions. How do you feel about the response to that announcement so far? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting there to be like, I thought no one was going to like it. Because look, it's not just an acoustic EP, it's live. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like personally, it's like I don't see too much out there for the live acoustic stuff. So I was afraid yeah. that there was going to be no no response. Everything like, okay, whatever. Live acoustic performances are the same songs. But we actually got pretty positive feedback. We um we dropped an acoustic video, so we we filmed a video for one of the songs, and it got way better feedback than I thought. Um, I honestly thought this was just going to be something to put out there just to keep putting out music, but people seem to be interested. You know, it got a lot of positive response. It got you know quite a few views pretty quickly. So I was excited. I wasn't expecting that kind of response. Um, so now we're even more excited to, to drop the rest of the EP. Hell yeah. Definitely. That's awesome. I mean, this one was very interesting because like Glory knows I trash on a lot of acoustic music. Yeah, he doesn't like <laughs> yeah. acoustic. But I-, I promise I'm going in a positive direction with this. Uh, this was like very, it was more stripped down than your average acoustic thing. And like you could feel the emotion as well, which I very much liked uh, from the EP while listening to it. It took a second to like warm up to that because it was like so yeah. raw. But as the, the EP progresses, like this is something I can get behind. cool yeah i appreciate that yeah being people want what do you mean by raw it's like there's literally when you record when people record acoustic music there's all kinds of effects and all this stuff Mm -hmm. we literally just plugged in and like okay like what we do is what we're gonna get you know Mm -hmm. if i mess up on the guitar it's gonna be on the ep if 
if Lenny messes up on the singing, it's going to be on the EP. So <laughs> no yeah. pressure. Yeah. Um, so what was it like taking your songs from like that studio and then, you know, shipping them down to this like raw acoustic vibe? Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was stressful. I personally, there was times where I doubted if it was even going to be possible. Um, for instance, there's two piano songs on the EP where it's just me playing piano and Lenny singing. And I even was saying up front, like, man, this is going to be garbage. Like these songs aren't going to translate to the piano. It's going to be clunky. But Lenny's like a visionary. He's like, just try it. And then I remember as soon as I like started writing it, I sent him like this, literally just filmed myself playing it. And I sent him like, this is going to be my favorite piano music. Like it just yeah. it translated way better than i imagined i was actually being a real debbie downer i was like man this is gonna suck like these aren't gonna translate good we're wasting time and money but um i became really really excited um with with how the piano ones translated and even with the acoustic um stuff because i've never played them you know as a group acoustically it's funny because the songs were pretty much written on the acoustic guitar and then translated to full band and then bringing it back to the acoustic i'm also worried how it was gonna how it was gonna work but in the end, I was I was very excited, and we all were. Me, Alex, and Lenny were all excited with how it came out. Hell yeah! I'm awesome. I'm I'm awesome to hear that. That's not how that works. I'm very happy to hear that it came out like that. So yeah. Uh, so you guys actually put a new song on the EP, Gray. So I want you to tell me your favorite lyric off of Gray and the meaning behind it. Am I allowed to say a bad word on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, of course. Go so, for it. Uh, Lenny says uh, lyric because run away, run away, get the fuck away from me. Um, now, I cannot speak to Lenny's heart because Lenny wrote that lyric. Um, but when he said that, he sent me the demo of the EP and it was just him playing the guitar and singing. And it got to that line where it says, run away, run away, get the fuck away from me. I called him. I was like, that's the line, man. It like hit me in my soul, gave me chills. I like took it off and showed my wife. Um, and again, you know, Lenny wrote the song himself. So I don't a hundred percent know where he's at with it, but for me, when I hear that line and also just kind of what the song's about, um, you know, there's other lines in the song that goes, uh, it says hypocrite piece of shit. Um, basically like reflecting on, or Lenny's like reflecting on himself, you know, he's singing about mm -hmm. himself. Uh, and me and Lenny are like, we, for some reason, we go through similar things in life. So when I hear that, even though he wrote it, resonates a lot with me. And so when I hear the word um, run away, run away, get the fuck away from me, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, I have my loved ones, I have my wife, I have my daughter, my best friends, my family. And I know for myself, like, sometimes it's hard to, to stay in line. It seems like I always got these inner demons, you know, inner battles going on. And when I hear that, it's almost like, to me, it reminds me of like kind of how I feel sometimes where it's like, man, it would be easier if my loved ones would just run away because then I would never disappoint them. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah. um, so that's what I think about it when I hear that lyric because uh, it just reminds me of, of how much I'm afraid of disappointing my loved ones and almost like it's inevitable just knowing my own personal character. I know I'm going to let them down. And um, every time I hear that line, it just breaks my heart because in a good way, I love it. It resonates with me and in such a strong, powerful way. Yeah. It just reminds me of where I'm at, you know, in my personal relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like that. God. Yeah, that um, was good. So I got one more question about this live session before we start beating the shit out of that new single that happens to be on the live <laughs> session. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. The the name of the producer is completely slipping my mind, but they've worked with some bands like uh, Kingdom of Giants. So I want to oh, know yeah. like how that came about, what that experience is like. Just so tell me everything about it. So Nick Loicano at Fang Studios. Um, I've actually known of Nick because he's been in the band world for so long. And I've been in the band world for so long. So I've played shows 
where he was like featuring in, you know, as the guest guitarist on this band or that band. Um, uh, and man, Kingdom of Giants is just so incredible right now. They're just blowing up and their music is so amazing. But uh, mm. I knew of Nick Loicano just from seeing him on stage with bands like Kingdom of Giants and this other band at the time was called As Artifacts and he had played with them as a fiddle and guitar player. Uh, and then when I found out he recorded music and found out and listened to what he recorded, I was like, this is the guy we have to go to. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those weird things. Like he's our, our good friend at this point because we've recorded with him so much, but there's a little bit of like a fangirl yeah. <laughs> aspect to our relationship. Of course, yeah. Where it's like, because uh, he also... Um, he's really good friends with this band called spite uh which is just like the super heavy band they're like one of the best bands to ever exist in my opinion and i'm always feeling like hey so how's uh got any connections with that band spike can we just mm -hmm. can we just talk to them for a couple <laughs> minutes just a fangirl but uh yeah yeah nick is um he's the best producer in the world in my opinion man he he brings so much to the table he knows more about all of the instruments than us the musicians know so he he really helps us take the music to the next level oh yeah all right definitely happy you got a chance to work with them that's awesome yeah mm -hmm. uh so as shane said we're gonna start beating the crap out of your new single now okay i'll <laughs> so, try my best to answer thank you thank you uh so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this single for this one okay this one was completely different than our normal writing process a lot of the times for every other song and you know i'll send lenny apart or Lenny will send me a part, or our bass player Alex will send us a part, or we'll send him a part, and we all kind of talk about it together. Mm -hmm. Lenny literally just sent us a finished song. <laughs> like, oh, like whoa! Like, <laughs> I mean, not not finished. It was just you know him playing the guitar and uh, and singing over it. And I was like, holy crap! I was like, this you just had this random brainchild, and he just put it out, yeah, out of nowhere. And so. When he sent it, of course, we as a band had a couple of critiques. We're like, okay, let's change this, change the feel of this. Mm -hmm. but I will say Lenny really, he just had a brainchild that was glorious. And it, um, there wasn't much we had to do to change it. Uh, we changed some stuff with like the, the beginning of the song is a little bit different um, than what it was in the original demo. But um, basically what he sent that we just barely changed a, little, a couple things here and there and then let him take off with it. So, all right awesome so i mean it sounds like lenny wrote most of the song but where was your headspace at while you were kind of like adding things to it listening through the track mm -hmm. things like that um for me it was this is different than anything we've ever put out and so you know when lenny brought it to me he's like hey we're gonna have to do different things like i had to write drums to it um which that's actually that's probably a little bit of a spoiler alert because there's no drums on the acoustic recording well i kind of figured there was going to be a yeah. studio recording of this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> okay good i don't want to break the news i'm eventually but uh, when we were working out the finished product of the song, um, for me, this is different than anything we've ever written, just the vibe. Um, mm -hmm. Lyrically, I will say it matches everything, but the actual tone of the music, it doesn't have the same dark minor vibe that we usually go with. You know, a lot of the songs on our first record, um, you know, written in a minor key, and you could definitely tell, like, okay, this is gonna be a little bit of a sad aggression. Mm -hmm. It didn't really have that feel in the beginning, and so for me, I was actually worried, like, is this going to fit, you know, with all of our music as a whole, Yeah. given that it just comes out the gate, almost left field. It's just so different than all of our other music. Um, but then when I listened to the lyrics that, you know, Lenny was sending over and then how they resonated with me, I'm like, okay, this is perfect. It's just another way for us to express, you know, something. And uh, it, it took me a little while, but like, I learned to like, really, really love it. 
mm-hmm. a lot. But um, like I said, yeah, it was it was so different at first than anything we worked on. So it was a little bit of an adaption period there. Yeah. That's okay. fair. All right. Uh, so while listening to the song, what band or artist influences pop about the most to you, if any? Um, well, for me, uh, considering a, a full band version, bands that I am influenced by the most, which is really funny because this song doesn't sound anything like them. But uh, if you listen to Under Oath, Aaron Gillespie just mm. goes so nuts on the drums. That that's all I want to do. It's just how do I go as nuts as possible? Yeah. Um, so given that eventually, you know, we want to do a full band version, that's what I'm going at. Uh, where Lenny's at though, um, I can't really speak for him. I, you mind if I shoot him a text? I'll ask him where his headspace was when writing it, and we can see. Sure. Sure. What inspired you to write Gray? But uh, <laughs> we've been listening to so many different kinds of music, you know, from the hardcore, from everything from like, like almost like death metal to literally Taylor Swift. Oh, and I feel like wow. this is a mash of that, you know. Yeah. Um, and I know specifically Lenny listens to even a wider range of music than the rest of the band. So there's so many elements of bands, you know, pulling through to, to make this one work. Just all weird. over the place. It's weird to say Lenny was probably inspired by Taylor Swift's newest album. And then also Spite's newest album, which is like <laughs> opposite ends of the Polar spectrum. opposites. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, somehow he comes together and, and makes stuff work. Yeah. Oh, Wait, yeah. so is your goal for like every song to go like as crazy as you can on the drums? Uh, it, when I was younger, it used to be. Um, mm-hmm. but, and you know, now it's a no because now I play more guitar. Okay. Um, so when I write the songs or when me and Lenny are writing songs or me and Lenny and Alex are writing, I'm yeah. always more guitar driven. Okay. And then uh, when it comes to the drums, I try to go as hard as I can or as, as much headbanging as I can do. But mm-hmm. I did have to break the habit of I used to just want to play as fast as I could all the time. Yeah. But, in order to write a good, you know, collective album. Cohesive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go as fast as you can all the time. So I had to I had to chill out a little bit. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All I right. get that. Uh so is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the track? It can be, you know, this live version that you've got or this uh upcoming studio. Yeah, the the yeah. studio version that isn't <laughs> even recorded yet. Yeah. yeah. Um for me, I always want, even though, and you know, we sing a lot about very specific stuff and if it's about something specific in our lives, mm-hmm. we hope that listeners, when they listen, they don't necessarily focus on the minute specificness of it. We want listeners to be able to take it and, and change it to something that means something to them, you know, which is what I do when I listen to it, even though I don't, you know, I'm, I didn't go through the exact same thing Lenny went through to write the song, yet I can take that line, run away, run away, get the fuck away from me. And mm-hmm. I can bring it to my own personal life in a way that Lenny never intended. Um, and that's what we hope with the listener. We hope that a listener would listen to the song, um, maybe pick out a few words here and there that resonate with them. And if it doesn't mean what we mean it to mean, that's totally fine. We want it to mean something special to you, you know, yeah. unique to you. So that's what we totally. want people to go through. That's good. All right, that's fair. Uh, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Um, that's an interesting question because for us, there's the what we want and then you know we want to in the next five years we would love to be touring if that's mm-hmm. possible if the world opens back up we want to yeah. hit the road and yeah. promote our music as much as we can and, and play as much shows as we can um in five years i would just basically hope that we have that opportunity to be touring um but if not we're not necessarily worried because we're going to keep writing music so in five years there's still going to be down again albums okay, whether good. the world opens up or not you know if it's one of the things where it's like oh man you know two rings out the gate the world never opened back up mm-hmm. we're still going to be dropping albums you know so in five years i really hope we're on the road if not we're just going to be in the studio 
All right. Okay, that's fair. I'd rather you guys be on the road, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. we're dying. Mm-hmm. We're dying to get on the road. Yeah. Uh, so for the last couple questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your okay. last meal be with a drink? Boom again. Last meal with a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obsessed with chicken and waffles. Ooh, um, so true. Very. <laughs> I don't know why. Very like good. fried chicken and waffles is like my favorite. This is a combination of salt and sweet. So it would probably be fried chicken and waffles, and with with a nice cold Dr Pepper. That just seems like it'd be my my go-to meal if I'm gonna die. That's right. solid. All right. Are you like a maple syrup person on chicken and waffles, or like a yes. secret sauce? I'm not okay. the kind of person who puts the chicken in the syrup, though. I just oh, like people do that. <laughs> yes, they pour it all over the top. Oh no, I I like to just I like the salty and I like the sweet, so yeah. I just want to eat separately. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maple syrup as much as you can put on there, I'm I'm happy with. So true. All right. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh, it's got to be Lord of the Rings. I'm obsessed with. You know, I mean, if you're going to live there, though, you also got to be, you can't be one of like the, the humans. It's better to be like an elf or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luxury. But yeah, if I could live in that world, that'd be super cool. Do all kinds of magic and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, so I have the honor of asking last question and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. Okay. What's your favorite color? Oh, uh, I mean, it's depressing, but I just like black. <laughs> Not to be some weird angsty emo. Uh, (laughs) Don't call them out. If I had to pick, I just think black's the coolest. I love, you know, dark art, dark clothes. But if I had to Mm. really pick like a a real color, I'll probably say Mm. blue. Blue. It's a great color. All right. It's all a good choice. So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Oh, if I had to plug anything, I could plug what Lenny um was inspired by when he wrote the song go for it yeah sure all right this is my plug okay uh, i'm just gonna read the text uh, i probably should proofread it first because but yeah so this is what lenny's saying what inspired him to write gray he said i was just feeling like shit about myself and that's what inspired it and he laughs he says he remembers being uh real he was real shitty in a relationship um and feeling like that wasn't who he was anymore and was wishing he could take back all the stupid things that he said um and then he says, this is what I wrote about it in our press release. He said, the track is about reflecting on a past relationship while dealing with feelings of self-loathing and regret. Looking back at who I was and the mistakes I made when I was younger. It's really painful, said Costa. I remember feeling so confident that I knew what was right and wrong. And now that I've had time to grow up, I can see how naive I really was. Um, so that's basically what Lenny told me inspired him to write the song. Okay. Outside of that, if I had to plug anything, uh, I'd be two people, but kind of in one. Uh, again, Nick Loicano, because he just recorded a band called Death by Fireworks, new single. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're an absolutely amazing band from the Bay Area of California. Um, and if anybody is looking for good, you know, indie alternative music, mm-hmm. Death by Fireworks, their new single recorded by Nick Locano at Fang Studios is the, the place to go. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been Lucas from Down Again and uh, We're the Good Noise podcast.